0: Hi, this is Millie, and this is the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you will find the validation and love you have been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and thanks to my loyal friends. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word. You can also schedule a coaching session with me. The info is in my bio please consider donating to my podcast at patreon.com slash narcissistic parents. And I will put all the links in the show notes. First of all, let me put a disclaimer out there. I am not a licensed therapist. So this is for educational purposes only. And if you need a therapist, please search for one in your area. Okay, that's over with. Um, Today's podcast is about Covert narcissist, and it, it it was someone who uh, asked me to talk about covert narcissists. So I'm going to do that, and I'm going to try to do it differently than I have because really, I wanted to tell her every single podcast I have out there is basically about covert narcissists. <laughs> um, but maybe if I was specific about what covert and overt means. Um, it would make it easier to understand for her to understand what it is. Um, the traits of narcissism are the same for both overt and covert. And let me, let me define covert and overt covert, anything covert, like a covert spy is, it means they're hiding, they're underhanded, uh, snakes in the grass. They, they, they don't do things in the light of day so people can see it overt means it's out there. It's open. It's no, they're not hiding it. And, and overt narcissists tend to be people that are in the public eye. Okay. Because you can see their narcissism. You can just see it, you know, there's no hiding it. They're not doing anything that's underhanded. Um, not that they don't, but you know that they're a narcissist, right? So covert narcissists, all the, like I said before, the traits are the same. They like empathy. They have haughty behaviors. Um, they, they give themselves credit for things where they don't deserve credit, really. Um, they manipulate others. You know, they, they see us as a means to an end to, for whatever they need. Okay? They see people as objects. We are not real to them. Right, okay, so let's talk about specifically covert traits or covert things that they do. Um, so I'm sorry for the pause here. Um, things that a covert narcissist does first of all, when they are doing these things, it is always behind the scenes, under the radar, and away from public view. Covert narcissists are obsessed with how they look to the outside world. That is their main objective is to look a certain way to the outside world. And then behind the scenes, they are most likely the complete opposite of what they are showing. I'll give you um, something that may have happened to a lot of you where your own friends said, I wish your mom was my mom. Because to your friends, your mom seemed like this great person who, I don't know, was talented or could cook really well or, you know, bent over backwards to make them feel at home when they were visiting you. But when they left, they started the abuse. Okay. So what is covert abuse? What does it look like? Okay. So a covert narcissist is going to do things that you yourself may not be aware is happening. One of the things that my mother loved to do was waste my time. And they do that to everyone that they can do it to. And that's extremely covert because you don't, even though they're doing it, okay? I mean, you realize that your time is being wasted somehow, but you don't see it as something wrong. So um, I'm not going to give the example I've given a 100 million times, but one thing that my mom did to waste my time or to ignore me, right? Not stonewalling. Stonewalling is different. Ignoring you when you're in the room with them would be the minute that I would go to their house to visit. She would either call somebody, or if some one of her friends called her, she would get on the phone and keep talking and talking and talking, and I'm sitting there waiting for her. And there were times when I literally went up to her and said, I'm leaving, and then she would say, oh, hold on, let me say goodbye to my daughter, and then she would go to the drawer and say goodbye to me, but I actually never spoke to her the entire time I was there. That's extremely covert, and that, that gives you... She's telling you, you're not important enough to me for me to tell this person, I'll call you back. My daughter's here. I'm going to pay attention to her, right? Because she's in front of me. She's here. You didn't bother to come to my house to see me. My daughter did. She should have the attention. Okay. So things like that, little things like that. Okay. I'll tell you something else my mom did that was extremely underhanded, If my daughter had the sniffles, and I mean the sniffles, like there was no fever, it was, you know, I have a little sore throat, my nose is runny, (laughs) I don't feel good today. (laughs) Um, My parents would rush over here around lunchtime and bring my daughter lunch and and, and what she liked, which was weird. She liked 7-Eleven pizzas. I don't know why, but she did. And that's what they would buy her. And if I was sick, like really sick... I wouldn't get a phone call for days. I wouldn't even hear from her. And I actually brought it up to her one time. Um, But so that night she called me. But then, you know, they go right back to their normal behavior. So that's being covert. You know, that is doing stuff that is really underhanded. What's another extremely common underhanded covert thing? Gaslighting. Okay, now, because they're doing it to you directly, right? No one else knows it's happening. They're trying to make you think you're crazy. If you have not seen the movie Gaslight, I recommend it highly. I saw it recently. Um, And I was thrown aback at, even back then, because this movie's from the 1940s even back then it was known that there were bad people who tried to manipulate and make you feel like you're crazy. It's, it's insane to see it from the perspective of, so, you know, another generation, right? Another time period. It was awesome to watch. Um, gaslighting is when, A lot of times, this is how gaslighting happens. You are talking to the narcissist about something that happened in the past that they did. And they tell you that never happened. Or that's not how it happened. And they change the story. And you begin to doubt yourself. You begin to think. My memory is wrong. They're right. Now, I have to tell you that tactic, for some weird reason, never worked with me. Whenever I had a conversation with my mother and she would say exactly that, that's not how it happened and change the story, I would tell her, my brain is 34 years younger than your brain. So I know that my memory is correct. I never wavered on that. So at least I have that satisfaction and I know that there are traits and maybe things that your parents may have done to you that you also didn't fall for and that you can take some satisfaction in, you know, I trusted myself instead of them. Okay. So what, what other things are covert traits? Um, they make you feel dependent on them like you can't live without them because you will die or you can't handle yourself by yourself right they will say things to you and look if I'm general it's because my mother's so good at the covert thing that I don't remember everything and I can't It's not that I don't remember. It's that I can't pinpoint every little thing that she did that was covert. Or how she made me dependent on her. Right? I know that if I ever felt sick or had a pain somewhere. I... I, this, This is a specific example. I had chest pain. Right? And she told me, that's nothing. It's muscular. That happens to me all the time. Right? And... So I, I, I remember at times telling her, Are you, where's your um, MD degree? Where's your medical school degree? Where'd you go to medical school? I would tease her. It was in a teasing way because she always knew the answer when I didn't, when I didn't feel well when something was happening. And so that's one way that, th- that you learn to depend on what they say. You believe that they know better than you. They, because they constantly have told you that they know better than you. They know you better than you. My mother used to say that outright. I know you better than you know yourself. And you start to be 100% dependent on their opinions. On, you know, if you have to make a life choice, you need their approval in order to do it. And again, why is this covert? Because no one else is involved. No one else sees this. And what is so dangerous about the covert narcissist? The fact that the entire world sees the perfect version of them that they have put out there. And if the time comes that you realize this person is toxic, has been hurting me, is making me think I'm crazy. I don't have peace in my life because they do um, the... They provoke the fight, right? They provoke the fight. Reactive abuse. They provoke the fight and then blame you for the fight. The whole world sees the other version. And if you speak out and say, Hey, this is not who she is. This is what happened to me. People think you're the crazy one. That's why the covert narcissist... Is so dangerous. Dangerous in that way. And yeah, you end up losing when the time comes when you open your eyes. And let me tell you something, you can't close them once you open them. Once they're open, they are open. (laughs) And it's over. You know, they are a narcissist. You know how toxic they are. You know that there's issues there. You know who they are. You start to learn about it. And that's it. It's over. It's over for them. But you will lose those family members and friends that just don't believe you. Because they've seen all of their life that other person. You know, in my mother's case, she was the best cook. The best mother because she put me in Catholic school my whole life. She was the best wife to the rest of the world. Um, She was, you know, the best hostess, the best Christmas decorator. You know, and I could go down the line as to all the things that she was that she wasn't, you know. And you have to be a special kind of person to kind of see a covert narcissist right off the bat. Now, how do, we, how do we learn to see it? Some of us, a lot of us, most of us, and I did a, a podcast on this, we don't listen to our gut feelings anymore. Our gut is an instinct that was born with us to protect us. And the covert narcissist always told us to go against our gut feelings. If you ever said to your mother, or your father, whoever it was, I don't like that person. I just have a gut feeling about it. They, they forced that person on you. That was a way to train you to not listen to your gut anymore. And guess what? That is the best way and the, the, the most effective way to pick out a Narcissist. Is to listen to your gut. You being an empath. And me being an empath. We can pick up on a bad person. Really quickly. Just being around them. Their energy is bad. And we feel it. And our gut says. Go. (laughs) Right. We have the fight. Or flight response. And. Your gut will tell you to leave. Leave the presence of this evil person. Okay, so with a covert narcissist, that's that's the really horrific part. Everything they've done to you, they've done to you made you feel like it's all normal, right? That's part of it too. Like, my mom not letting me go on school trips because I don't know why, right? I don't have a reason so that I could feel like I wasn't a normal kid. Okay, that's the reason. And you thought it was normal or that she was protecting you or I thought it was normal that she was protecting me. Right. But in fact, all those things that were normalized were in fact covert things that they were doing to us, making us think that that is okay. It is okay. I'm going to treat you differently than every other kid in your class And that is okay because I'm protecting you. And you're the only child I have in that school. That is a phrase she used all the time. Okay? So, that is covert. You know, just doing things that even you don't know is happening. Okay? You start to not trust your own mind. You start to depend on them fully. You start to realize that once you start to come out of the fog of the narcissist you start to see that all of your opinions on politics, religion, things I would not talk about specifically on here were your, were not your opinions, they were her opinions or his opinions, whoever the narcissist is they were their opinions because they made sure that they implanted everything into your brain So that you would follow their, you know, whatever it is that their agenda was, right? So, it's the the covert narcissist is, is just, it's so dangerous. I would rather deal with a loud narcissist, a loud one that what they did was out in the open and other people could see it. Because... At the moment of, I'm tired of this, I'm going to go no contact, I'm leaving this person, then more people will 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 be like, well, we, we saw it, right? But a covert narcissist, when you make that decision, you spend, before you realize, I'm going to stop defending myself, you defend yourself. You try to explain your situation because it is not... Socially accepted to turn your back on your mother or your father. uh, The father is tricky because it is more acceptable to turn your back on your father in this society than it is your mother. Right? I'm going to tell you one of the most covert things that has happened to me. And it's, it's the trauma that made me open my eyes. But it's also a misconception of the people who know that I don't talk to my mother. I was raised an only child, and some of you, a lot of you know this. I talk about it all the time. And the truth of it is, is that I have three half-brothers on my dad's side. And why did that make me question my mother, not my father? And that is that that's covertness right there. Because the reason I didn't know about my brothers was that my mother manipulated my father into losing all contact with his sons. Not that he's not responsible because he didn't have to go through with it. But she manipulated it. We moved away from where we lived and he saw one of his sons, actually the one who called to tell me he existed. And the day that my life changed forever. Right? So that's what people don't get, that even though, so so a lot of times, even, you know, people that I have told the story to are like, but that was your father's kids. Like, why are you mad at your mother? Because I know that it was my mother who was behind the secrecy. The fact that I didn't know my, my brothers, the fact that my father lost complete contact with his sons was her. And I know it was her. But that's not something that people will even believe you when you tell them. So there's covertness right there. Right? It's, I, even though it's my father's kids, it's my mother's fault that I didn't know they existed. And that's being covert. And she was covert with him too. My mother said and accused and fought with my dad and did the reactive abuse to the point where my dad just stayed out of the house and would go in the garage and go in the backyard. He, he didn't want, I, I'm assuming he was protecting himself. But in protecting himself, he was put, throwing me under the bus. He protected himself to the point where the abuse went to me. So, even though I openly defended him many times. So, you know, I, I can't. I'm, I'm very unhappy and, and the more time passes, the worse it gets with him. And the less I'm willing to ever forgive him if she were to die and he were to come back. No, I'm sorry. You are just as bad. So that's covert narcissism. I mean, I can't in a, in a 20 something minute podcast go through every possibility, but The fact of the matter is, is that they just train your brain in a way that is beneficial to what they want, which is they don't want you to leave them. They want you to always be there to give them narcissistic supply. They need someone to abuse. And that's covertness. While, you know, you see a narcissistic guy, right? If you're dating a narcissistic guy, his covert, he's not going to be as covert. Not every case. Some cases, they're, they are covert and underhanded, and the rest of the world thinks they're great, but they beat you behind closed doors or mentally abuse you behind closed doors. So, you know, that's it. Covert, that's what it means, that's what it is, and the narcissist is dangerous in any form. Because they don't have empathy, because they don't feel guilt. That's the bottom line. But for those of us that had to live with a covert parent, covert narcissist parent, we're messed up. And we don't even know how deep it goes. I still don't know how deep-rooted the covert abuse went and what mistaking and limiting beliefs I have. That my mind silently, constantly tells me every day that I I can't do this. I'm not capable of doing this. I'm going through something right now, just making a decision about something that I want to do. But I'm scared to do it because I don't believe I can do it. And that's just a limiting belief that was put into my head. Probably that I I just wasn't good enough, smart enough, whatever. So, I'm going to end it there. (laughs) I hope that cleared up for any of you who didn't understand what covert really meant. Because um, I see that a lot, but maybe I didn't explain it well enough what a covert narcissist is. It's just you're, everyone else sees one person and you see the real person. And not only that, but they're even doing things to you that are so underhanded and sly that you... You internalized it and believed it, and it was wrong. They were doing it to you. All right, guys. I love you. I hope this was helpful, and until next time.